I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. Lynette, did you know there's a new ridiculous fitness trend? Oh my God, tell me. It's invitation-only fitness classes that you can't buy your way into. You have to be awesome enough to be invited to pay money to go. Wait, how do I be awesome? Well, you have to be really fit. Really, really fit. No. Like, so there are these... But the fit people don't need to go. I need to go. The amazing thing about this is that it's it's weird and yet it's normal. It's gyms moving to a business model where they provide you a service and you pay for it the way every other business works, unlike their weird-ass business model that they normally have where you pay them and they hope that you will never use the service that you're paying them for. But you don't pay to get fit because you could be doing these exercises in your room. For the most part, when I go to my hipster gym with all my girls, I'm doing push-ups and sweating on the ground with a mat just like I could do in my own home. What I'm paying for is my new hipster girlfriends and Ashley, my instructor, who has the coolest playlists in the world. Well, you're paying for two things. One, you could do them at home, but you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. And the other thing is you're paying for this experience. And the great thing about this as a business is you can look at like SoulCycle and Flywheel. And you have SoulCycle is all about we have candles and we're here to find our best selves. And Flywheel is about, you know, we have a scoreboard and we're going to figure out who's the fucking best at spinning. And neither of these is inherently better than the other. Some people like SoulCycle, some people like Flywheel, but it helps the two of them avoid competing on price just because people have a preference for one or the other. That means that they're not going to go and look and see, you know, oh, Flywheel cut their price by a dollar. Now I'm going to go there instead. It allows both SoulCycle and Flywheel to charge a premium to earn a high profit margin. When SoulCycle filed to to have an IPO, we saw that their profit margin was 23%. Insane. Yeah. You know, you've had SoulCycle and this and Barry's Bootcamp and this proliferation of these fitness studios that offer specific classes. You pay per class. Um, You have a group environment and there's often like a cult-like feeling around it. But apparently the Sorostitutes at SoulCycle were too giving, open, and friendly for the the people that need to be at these invite-only gyms. So there's one in New York. It's called the Fitting Room, but that's spelled F-H-I-T-T-I-N-G. So Not fitting. No, F-H. Oh, okay. And they have a class called Stream that you can only go to if you're invited to it. And similarly, Tone House, which is another one of these studio gyms, they have this as well. They say about 2% of the people who come to Tone House qualify to be invited to this special underground class for the most advanced Tone House people. That means that these companies actually want you to go to the gym. They want you to get fit enough to go. And that flies in the face of the traditional gym business model, which was huge open spaces for everybody with really, really expensive equipment where you paid a membership and these gyms were hoping to God that you wouldn't show up. The other thing that I find remarkable about this is it's kind of like nightclubs where basically, you know, it's not just that you can buy your way in. You have to be cool enough or in this case, you have to be fit enough. Oh, this is like Stefan. And that's what makes the product desirable. People want to go to the class because not everybody's allowed to go to it. I mean, most of the people at Tone House, they're not going to make it to the super underground 2% of Tone House customers' Tone House workout. No, they just have to run on the treadmill and hope to God one day, maybe. But, but they're, they're still going to Tone House, and they're still paying to go to Tone House. That's the brilliant thing about this business model. Not only do they have the exclusive class and make money off of that, they also have their non-exclusive class that people will come to in hopes of being invited to the exclusive class. It's a way to make money on the way in and on the way out. So the question is, why the hell do people want to pay 150 bucks a month, 200 bucks a month, or 30 or 40 dollars a class to do this stuff? 
because it's an experience. Oh. At SoulCycle, you're not just getting a workout. You're finding your best self. Everyone gets to pick the specific kind of fitness experience that they want that helps define them as a person, and they're willing to pay a premium for that. Fitness feels like a commodity. Workouts are basically all the same. But by making these things differentiated, meeting a specific need for the customer that can't easily be replicated by another company, everybody gets to charge immense prices. You know, they, they just closed... David Barton Gym, which was this chain of very gay gyms in New York that are lit like it's a nightclub. I don't know why David Barton closed because every gay man I know is ready to have sex at a David Barton any day of the week. The thing is, gym bankruptcies used to be kind of a punchline on Wall Street. Like, Bally's Total Fitness went bankrupt three times. And there's a reason why gyms would go bankrupt all the time, which is it's a business where you need a lot of real estate, you need a lot of equipment up front, you have all these fixed costs, and then you have intense price competition with other people. So you end up fiercely competing on price, trying to sign up all these members who aren't going to actually show up. Eventually, they figure out they're not dragging their fat asses to the gym and they quit and then you lose money and you go bankrupt. I think what you're going to see more going forward is gyms that actually are real businesses and not businesses that hope that you don't show up. They're going to be businesses that actually hope that you do use their product and do enjoy something and actually have to put in some thought about what their product is, as in what the culture is, and why you would want to go there. I'm interested to see the future of this selective fitness class model thing. There's this amazing quote in this Wall Street Journal story about it. Uh, the head instructor at the fitting room, Eric Salvador, says it's like recruiting for college football. No. You have to figure out who the good prospects are. And in a way, this is like airlines that cultivate senses of inferiority in their frequent customers with, you know, are you going to make diamond this year? Are you good enough? Are you going to beat this other guy? Are you going to get ahead of him on that leaderboard about who gets the first class upgrade? At a certain point, people in fitting room select classes are only going to want to sleep with other people in fitting room select classes. Well, that's why they're there to find mates. Duh. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. Thank you.